What a day. It is、uh, Thursday. The weekend can't get here soon enough. But like you said,、uh, what was yesterday? The, the week has been flying by. It, it has. It sort of feels like it. It really has. I mean, I can't believe it's Thursday already. I know. That's really nice.、Um, but the lot- weekend? Exactly. Big weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, car show coming up、yep. in St. Joe. And there's the,、uh, the race for the YMCA. I'm going to be a part of that. You all right? You're not going to drop the microphone already、know. this morning. The microphone morning, thing is <laughs> bouncing around all over the place. Okay. I feel like we should just hold on to these. We should just get the headset microphones <laughs> like they have for sports. Because, yeah, every time we do the show, we're always, both of us are constantly like moving things around and getting things well, situated. I, I mean, do gnomes come in here overnight and mess with the microphones? Yeah. Gnomes with little,、uh, little <laughs> wrenches, that, little,、yeah. little screwdrivers, and. and Mess with all kinds of stuff. Gremlins or something. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, a lot of things going on as you start your day.、Uh, we've been hearing a lot of things、uh, about this lately where、uh, apparently tax companies, there's a few tax prep companies、yeah. that,、uh, well,、yeah. they're, they're supposed to do all the legal things and do your taxes and do this <laughs> so you can be legal.、Yeah. Uh, but They're、uh, some breaking, breaking some rules and maybe stealing some information. Well, it feels like even for those of us who ha- are, are the early, early adopters、mm-hmm. of putting sensitive information electronically into the IRS, for instance,、yeah. we, we trust that, okay, at some point there is a level of security that when I send this information here, it's going through some sort of encrypted. Magic machine, so、yeah. that it even if it spills a little bit here and there through the fiber optics, that no one's going to be able to see my tax return. You would think so because of all the you know multiple step verifications、yeah. that you have to do, but you would also hope so because you are putting some very <laughs> sensitive information not just your social security number,、yeah. not just you know your address and all that other stuff you put on your taxes. It's pretty important stuff. Yeah, it's all the income and,、yeah. and investments and all that other fun stuff. But、uh, so, this coming out of Washington, D.C., Elizabeth Warren, Senator for Massachusetts, saying that,、uh, uh, you know, look, it is a.、Uh, <laughs> we have this new report that says all the big tax prep companies have, this is Elizabeth Warren's、mm-hmm. words, recklessly shared tens of millions of taxpayers' sensitive personal and financial data with Meta. Mark Zuckerberg's corporation for years, in what appears, in her opinion, to represent a violation of taxpayer privacy laws. So, a violation、Ooh. of federal law. Yeah, the report、wow. is entitled Attacks on Tax Privacy How the Tax Prep Industry Enabled Meta to Harvest Millions of Taxpayers' Sensitive Data. It's a 54 page report. It comes、Jeez. after a seven month investigation revealing what, again, the senators, a number of senators call outrageous, extensive, and potentially illegal sharing of taxpayers' sensitive personal data.、Uh, the lawmakers sent a letter to the IRS. Uh, the Treasury Department, a few others, FTC, Department of Justice,、uh, highlighting their findings and calling on the departments to fully investigate the matter、mm-hmm. and prosecute any company or individuals who violated the law. Wow. How、yeah. many,、uh, what are the big companies that are, that are being involved in this? <laughs> well, okay. So on the, on the receiving end,、uh-huh. uh, who apparently received the million,、uh, millions of taxpayers' data information, Meta,、yeah. Google, and a few others. But、sure. Meta and Google were the big ones. Those giving the information, Tax Act, H&R Block, Tax Slayer,、mm. and probably others. Wow. 
Yeah. Willingly doing it. Like oh, they, yeah. they knew they or were they doing sold it. it. Yeah. They were, oh, they sold it. They nice. sold the data. Very nice. Yeah. So, um, well, that's the allegation. Yeah. Um, and so tax prep companies, big tech firms, uh, again, the senators saying that, uh, and it's it's largely Democrat senators. I don't think there's a Republican on this report. Let's see, Elizabeth Warren, Ron Wyden of Oregon, uh, Blumenthal out of Connecticut, Tammy Duckworth, Illinois, Bernie Sanders is on the, on the group, uh, Rhode Island senator, California senator. So... It, you know, they looked at this as as the report indicates, looked in, looking at it for seven months. And again, same old story of you give your information over to a company, you really don't know mm -hmm. where it goes. Well, here's where it went. That's nice. Yeah. So that they can use that information for, I guess the next question is, what are they going to use that information for? Right. That's the big question. Marketing. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because I know, obviously, around tax time, you get a ton of ads for every single uh, tax service that's out there, even after you've done your taxes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's just inevitable. That's, you're going to see that all the time. But yeah, if it's just like, hey, we know you don't have a lot of money, but you could buy this. Yeah, advertising. Yeah. We know you just got a big uh, a big return. How about you buy this thing? Yeah, they say, that, you know, the, the senators claim that Meta and Google... Don't meet the definition of auxiliary service providers. That's sure. kind of the, the fine print of, okay, mm -hmm. by sending this information, you're agreeing that we can give it to auxiliary service providers. The senators say, no, these are not auxiliary service providers. You did this for advertising purposes. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. There's we'll that one. That'll, uh, I'm sure that will go on for quite a while and big investigations <laughs> and big committee meetings and all kinds of different things. One other thing that's been going on in Washington that, that honestly... We're kind of puzzled as to why it's taking so long for them to figure this out. Uh, what was it like? Oh, two weeks ago, they they found they found cocaine yeah. that had made its way into uh, a secured area in the White House, uh, in the, I believe the West Wing. Right, and they said, "Well, we're not really sure how this got here because it went through security checks, and so we now we need to do a big investigation." Yeah. Some other people that, that either former Secret Service or FBI said, well, just watch the security tapes from all the millions of cameras that you have there. Yeah. But they're still, they're still working on this. And now they're at the point where they're like, okay, now we should have a committee meeting about this whole thing <laughs> in front of like the Senate and Congress to say, what happened? Well, yeah. So just walking back. So if you haven't kept up on the story, though, you know, Somebody walked into the White House, yeah. and when you walk into the White House, I mean, you don't just walk in there. You have to first go through the the, the first set of security gates, mm -hmm. the, the iron gates that you see that are 100 yards from the, the White House right. residence and offices itself. And you get checked through the magnetometer, and they x-ray whatever goods you have coming through yeah. there. So you go through that first check. And then you walk up to the White House. There are a couple of different entrances you can go into as a visitor. And, and then you go through another magnetometer mm -hmm. check. They wand you. They check you again. And you have to empty your pockets and put your keys out there, put your cell phone out there, et cetera. It's at one of those stations inside the White House where they found the little baggie of cocaine. So my guess is they don't have like canine or drug dogs or anything well, like that they, in that that's secret area. They have dogs that sniff out different things, whether sure. they're explosives right. or or I don't think they have drug sniffing dogs there, but they may, you know, maybe they're dual purpose dogs. I don't know. Yeah. Dogs are talented. Um, but it, they don't have them just stationed at certain locations. Right. They're roaming. Yeah. So, so. 
when when you put your cell phone, just like at the airport, you yeah. put your cell phone, your keys security, down. Yeah. After you get through the magnetometer, you pick your stuff back up. <laughs> Somebody didn't pick up their cocaine. Mm. It's like, hey, did you leave this here? No. So so that happened. And then all what you just described forward of, you know, what in the world is going yeah, on? Yeah, what's so going on? Getting a, drawing a straight line on this information yeah. now. Get that? Draw a straight line on the information. I see what it's a cocaine there. investigation. Yeah. The House Oversight and Accountability Committee will receive... I've watched, you know, CSI and that <laughs> kind of stuff. House Oversight and Accountability Committee is going to receive a briefing from the Secret Service today. So Secret Service is going to go up to Capitol Hill, hold a briefing, say, all right... This is what happened. This is what happened. Here's what we think happened. Here's what we're going to do to try to fix it. That'll be fun. Yeah, press the, the 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 House Oversight Committee saying the presence of illegal drugs in the White House is an unacceptable and shameful moment in the White House's history. I, you know, I mean, who knows what happens at the White House? Right. You know? Yeah, it's like okay, it happened. Okay, how do we not make it happen again? I don't think you need to go into this whole big <laughs> charade of well, you got to meet on this. We got to we got to hold a committee meeting. Yeah, uh. Secret Service says they're going to wrap up the investigation this week. All right. So, wrap up the investigation. I, I guess that means we're done. Well, <laughs> we're, we'll, yeah, and we'll see if something like that ever happens again. Well, you never know. Or, you know, are they going to name an individual? Are they sure. going to say, well, we found the person or somebody fessed up to it? Or Right, like, oh, it's somebody that works here. Now he doesn't work here anymore yeah. because he did this yeah. or, or he or she. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see if you're, if you're really interested in finding out what happened. I <laughs> oh, mean, we're I'm going to follow it. I'm dude. at this point where I'm just bored, where I'm like, all right. <laughs> I mean, but there's nothing else to watch on television. So, no, so no. this is the time to to watch that type of stuff. Oh yeah, the actors. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk about that a little okay. bit later because that's that's been that may completely change uh, your viewing experience in the near future. So yeah. Ah, I tell you what. I tell you. Like we said before, if people only heard what we talk about before <laughs> we get on the thing to talk. We were dreaming about Powerball at one point. We were. Yeah. You know, because what was it, 8, 840? 825. It's $825. million because nobody's won the most recent fantasy thing yet. Yeah. So you're starting to pique our interest. Yeah, $825 million. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to get my attention. Yeah, I am. Um, I have yet to buy a Powerball ticket yeah. in quite some time, so I might have to go and do that. That's what, drawing Friday, I think? Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Man, oh man, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> do you have a process for when you do actually buy a ticket? Uh, sometimes I have a set of numbers that okay. I pick. Oh, that's dangerous. Um, that's dangerous. It is, but I also uh, will do the quick picks. What would you do if... Let's say you buy a ticket for this Powerball for uh -huh. $825 million. It's going to go higher than that. And you use your favorite numbers. Yep. You don't win. The next time it gets up to a billion dollars and you and say, it's nah, my, and it's your numbers, and but it's you didn't my buy numbers. A Yeah. What would you do? I would, be would very, do? I would be very upset. <sighs> and, I, and that's the thing is all those people that uh, do this on a regular basis yeah. and then, yeah, we'll play the same numbers every single time and never hit for... Years, yeah, and they're playing every week. Mm. That's just crazy. And then they finally hit it big, and it's like, yeah, how many times did you lose? Like, how much <laughs> money did you lose before you got to that big jackpot? Yeah. So we'll see. 
Um, but yeah, usually do the quick picks. That's usually my process. I'll do like maybe, I'll spend like maybe 10 bucks yeah. and buy like five sets of numbers. Yeah, 10 bucks, five sets of numbers. I If I ever buy a ticket, I let the computer pick because I believe statistically speaking, the computer picks win more often than right. the personal picks. Yeah. So, so but yeah. none have hit in quite some time now. That's why it's over $800 million. So. But I will never check the numbers before I go to bed. Oh, because okay. Because I want to go to sleep and dreaming. And wake up and check it in the morning. Well, I want to I want to go to sleep with the dreams of, oh, what if I've won? Ooh. And then wake up the next morning to See, reality. I usually, like, <laughs> I, if I'm already in bed, I will set my alarm to wake up <laughs> to check the numbers a few minutes no. after they've been posted. No. And then, then I just spend the whole night of, like, uh, my dreams are crushed. <laughs> Ten bucks. I could have used that for something else. Exactly. Um, <laughs> what are the odds of us seeing the uh, the northern lights this evening? Because I know <laughs> I've been hearing that uh, a lot of the area in the United States covered with clouds because of some storms rolling right. in. But Michigan still got a chance? Michigan still has a chance. So the northern lights, they were predicting, I think, a, a G2 storm uh okay. storm cuz we're talking about magnetic storms the mm -hmm. solar mm -hmm. magnetic fields colliding with the yeah. earth's atmosphere and that's what creates the northern lights it was expected to be a bigger show than what they're now predicting but Alaska South Dakota Wisconsin Michigan and Maine as well as parts of Canada are still expected to have a chance to see the northern lights tonight if you're in a non-light polluted area okay. after 10 o'clock, sometime between 10 and 2 this morning, you may see the northern lights. Okay. Tonight. Tonight. So 10 p.m. to Unless 2 a.m. Unless there are clouds, yeah. We have a chance of seeing those northern lights. We have You've never seen them in person, right? I've never seen them in person. Um they they were thinking so when they when they take a look at the the geomagnetic storms they mm -hmm. put it on a G scale, and it can range everywhere from a minor storm at G one to an extreme storm of G five. I don't know if we've ever experienced a G five. Okay, but but they were thinking this was going to be a G two, and that's why there was the originally uh, originally the thought that seventeen states could see the northern mm -hmm. lights. Mm -hmm. Now it's down to a G one. Michigan's still in it, hoping to see it. That would be awesome. I cannot wait. So I will be setting my alarm yeah. to wake up and probably like wake up at midnight or something yeah. like that, or maybe wake up early at like one o'clock and see if I can't see it. Um, other things going on in the news, um, Lincoln uh, Township exploring some emergency texting system, which that sounds like a, a pretty fun thing. Is this just for like when I have an emergency, I can text the, the township or is this something more important? <laughs> that you would text the township or maybe the I would town text them like, no. hey, you want to come hang out? <laughs> hey, I'm you really busy? bored. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go, go watch a movie, Lincoln Township? <laughs> Lincoln Township could soon implement a system to easily notify, push notifications oh, to residents. Nice of things happening in the community. The Lincoln Township clerk uh, tells us that Civic Plus mass notification system could send out their text messages, emails, or voice messages to let them know about things like water breaks, yeah. um, maybe election notifications, mm -hmm. reminders. Perhaps they could send out community events like library, things happening at the library or whatever. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Um, communities are looking at, at how to send those notifications. I wonder where the, you know, if if Lincoln Township has a notification system and yeah. Marion County has a notification system and Michigan has a notification and the federal government has a notification system, 
How many text messages are you going to get when there's something really important going on? Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, we... we, we <clears throat> hey, at are, least you'll know, though. Even if it's maybe, coming from five sources, you'll know maybe, that something's going on. I maybe. Mean, think about the every time that you, you sign up for a website uh, or put it on an app, it's yeah. always asking you if you want your notifications. Sure. It's important to get the emergency notifications mm -hmm. without a doubt. And that's kind of why we're here. Right. But, you know, at the same time, if you get inundated with text messages that are from a urgent system and they're not urgent messages. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, yeah, you can usually check the boxes on what you want to get and, and opt in and opt out of certain right. stuff. Cause I have the, the one I live in Niles. So I have yeah. the one for Niles and I have it set up for emergency stuff, yeah. um, community based things and then events. And so right. I don't get inundated too much, yeah. but it is a little annoying when they're like, <laughs> Hey, sorry, uh, a water, uh, main broke. But it's nowhere near where you live, yeah. and it's, or there's a power outage or something like that. But I still have power, so it can get a little bit annoying. Yeah. Um, but I think it's good to be informed on all that stuff. Definitely good to be informed. Sometimes employers have them, and they they can even uh, decide with a geo fence, a geographic fenced off area of who's going to receive what notification. It, in, for instance, if if there's too much snow or there's uh, fog or oh, like don't come into work today. Don't come into work today. <sighs> Yeah, I would. I would that abuse that. So often. I would be <laughs> like, "Oh no, I got the text message that I wasn't supposed to come into work today." Oh, this was from last year. Oh, my bad. Oh, I just happened to. Oh, I texted myself and actually added added work as a contact right. in my phone. Right. Well, that's interesting. I think it, it will be. Uh, we'll see how it ends up going. Yeah, but Lincoln Township exploring it. Exploring the the it. cost okay. up front would be about $6,300 in the okay. scheme of a, of a township. Doesn't seem like much. And a yearly cost of $6,000. Again, you have to set up the system of who's going to who's going to manage it, who's going to operate it, how how are they going to structure the, what yeah. messages go when, all that other stuff. Better than getting a phone call because I know, uh, oh, I was just yeah. reading, 90% of Gen Z afraid to talk on the phone. What? Yeah, they said teens and 20-somethings uh, consider answering a call to be about as anxiety-inducing as the fear of heights. Huh. I have a fear of heights and <laughs> I don't have a fear of answering the phone. Uh, but they said that's why Gen Z says they prefer... Uh, Rejection, like getting dumped over text instead of a phone call or in person. Why? Why are they afraid of the phone? I'm not really sure. I th I think it's not. I think it grew from a not really needing to answer the phone because you had the ability to text, and then mm -hmm. now it's become like they've leaned so much on the text message that they're just afraid. What? Because when your phone starts buzzing yeah. and somebody's calling you, right? Less and less people actually call you these days. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's not, I, I wouldn't call it anxiety. I don't know why it's anxiety-inducing, but I would. it is shocking yeah. when I see my phone ringing and someone on the other line is actually calling me. Yeah, I guess there could be some anxiety there because the text is one level of communication. Yeah. It's, it's hey, um, I, you know, I'm going to tell you about this fun thing or I'm going to tell you about this yeah. problem that I'm having. Here it is. And the phone is like, oh, well... You're going to get the real well, story. And maybe they think that when, if somebody's calling them, it is an emergency. Yeah. And then they have the anxiety of, oh man, if I answer the phone, I'm going to get some bad news. Yeah. So maybe that's what it could be. Crucial but, conversations. Is, no, I'm not going to yeah. answer that phone. I uh, I prefer text. So yeah. if you if you are in my contact <laughs> list and you want to get a hold of me, text first yeah. and then say, you know, I, I like, I prefer the text of, hey, you got time for a phone call. Oh. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so don't don't call my texting machine. <laughs> <laughs> don't call my texting. Well, can't machine. you?